The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices? I don't have to show you any stinking vices! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. A virus is moving throughout the world. Fast-moving virus, and I'm not talking about liberalism. (laughs) I'm not talking about the Democrat Party. We'll get to that coming up uh, in mere moments on the Chris Salcedo Show. Welcome to it for a Friday, folks. I am very glad that you have tuned in and joined us. Weighing in the program, which uh, most of you may want to do. It's desk cleaning day, but I got to tell you that typically on Fridays, all the stuff I couldn't get to earlier in the week, I was able to get to, but not in the era of Trump. In the era of Trump, things are moving and news is always being made. So we will we will make do and try to cram as much as we can in two hours. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. Are you tired of the Democrats yet? Are you tired of Russia, Russia, Russia? Are you tired of Russia, Russia, Russia? I am tired of Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> you know what, Democrats? Come out there and charge Donald Trump with what you think he's guilty of. Say it. I'm just tired of Russia, Russia, Russia. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Catch the show live, slash radio, Blaze Radio smartphone app, iHeartRadio app, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. That's on demand listening for you here at the Chris Salcedo Show on social media at Chris Salcedo TX, at C H R I S S A L C E D O T X, on Facebook, the Chris Salcedo Show, and make sure you pay a visit to theblaze.com and the channels section. Blaze.com, go to channels section. And make sure you follow us there. You'll get updated with uh, one of the things we talk about, a couple of things we talk about on a daily basis. This may be up there. The lead segment may be, I I don't know, it may or it may not be. The folks over at .com, some of the hardest working people in the business because they are, well, they will tell you they're delighted to listen to the Chris Salcedo show and the the vast radio programming here at The Blaze. Uh, it's, it happens to be part of their job description. But, but, they they take it on mightily. Man, most of you get to sit back and you get to enjoy uh, all of the news and information and, and the perspectives we dish out here on the Chris Salcedo Show and The Blaze Radio Network. Those guys over at .com, 
they have to listen with highly trained, highly specialized ears. What do the folks want to know? What do the folks at theblaze.com want to know? And they've got to balance all that at the content that I bring, that Doc brings, that, that Glenn brings, and, and uh, oh, I don't want to miss anybody. Lawrence, and, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to Buck. Oh, by the way, Buck is going to make this first segment, by the way. Uh, Buck was just on with Fox Business Network talking about this very topic. There is a massive virus moving throughout the world, a cyber attack. It is hit, according to USA Today, 74 countries. As I said, moving pretty quickly, a global ransom attack that locks up computers and demands the digital equivalent of 300 bucks. You guys have seen and heard about these things before. We'll unlock your computer if you give us this money. Give us this money. The infections have disabled more than a dozen hospitals in the UK, Spain's largest telecom company, and universities in Italy. You know, it's such a pain in the rear end. And I know this might seem a little extreme, but if a person dies at one of those hospitals because it can be, and it can be traced to these hackers and this ransomware, and if somebody dies and it can be traced back to them, they ought to be executed because of their ex- little extortion racket here. Here's Buck Sexton on with Fox Business Network uh, talking with Trish Regan about, uh, about what's going on. And he, he starts off talking about the $300 ransom payment. But who knows, by the way, there's obviously not anyone you can go to if you pay the $300 via Bitcoin, I should note, uh, if this doesn't unlock the computers. But obviously, you don't want to negotiate with what is an act of cyber terrorism here. These are cyber terrorists, and they are holding people's lives and certainly their health hostage in eastern England right now. Um, And just for some of our viewers who may not be familiar with Bitcoin, Bitcoin is an online currency completely untraceable, pretty much. Yeah, if they were able to get Bitcoin from people, it's uh, an open question as to whether they'd be able to track that down. This looks like a sophisticated hacker group. We don't know who just yet. There are all kinds of reports out there because it's all still breaking. What we see here, though, is once again what has been warned about for years, which is a hacker attack on critical infrastructure uh, as an active, well, in this case, maybe it's more an active extortion, but it does have the effect of terrorizing people uh, all over the world. Agreed. I, I, I think he was right on his first instinct here. Cyber terrorism, especially if people die because of it. And those people ought to be found and executed for causing the death of these people. Let's uh, let's do the flip around, folks, and uh, we'll start off with MSNBS. Be with him within the agency. Here's what James Clapper told Andrea Mitchell earlier today. I can attest. It's always difficult when you're assessing the morale of a large, complex institution. But from my vantage, and I think I'm pretty good at assessing command climate, as we'd say in the military, (laughs) uh, the morale uh, in the FBI was very high, and I can attest personally because I witnessed the the very high esteem and respect that people in the FBI have, still have, uh, for Jim Comey. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we said this yesterday, and we have some sound bites. Uh, the, The only thing... And notice what the press is focused in on. The only thing that is disputed now, Donald Trump and his team said that Comey had lost the the faith of the rank and file. And then Mr. McCabe gets up there and says, no, uh, the FBI and, and James Comey were cool. 
But everything else that McCabe debunked, all of the basket of biased press reporting, all of the stories that came out, and we're going to go through this methodically today, folks, because here's what you need to understand. The people at the New York Times, the Washington Post, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, they're lying to you. Well, at worst, they're out and out lying to you. At best, they are conducting poorly sourced, shoddy journalism. It's not even journalism. It's propaganda. They're not confirming their sources. They're not getting at least two sources to confirm information. Their only, their only bar for publishing something is, is uh, does it hurt Trump? If it hurts Trump, let's go with it. And it splashes on the front page of the New York Times. It splashes on the front page of the Washington Post. Uh, they were also talking about this tweet that was put out today by Donald Trump that was genius. Absolute genius. So, and we retweeted about this on the Chris Salcedo Show Twitter account. By the way, it's at Chris Salcedo TX, at C H R I S S A L C E D O T X. Quote, James Comey better hope that there are no tapes of our conversations before he starts leaking to the press. <laughs> oh, there's an awful lot said there in 140 characters, ladies and gentlemen. First off, Mr. Trump didn't appreciate being surveilled by the Obama administration. Number one. Number two, Mr. Trump wasn't very fond of the way James Comey made up a brand new way of conducting law in the United States, which basically said you, that ignorance of the law is an excuse not to get prosecuted so long as your name is Hillary Clinton. This, <laughs> James Comey had better hope there are no tapes of our conversations before he starts leaking to the press. This is also a shot across the bow at James Comey saying the president knows and understands Mr. Comey that you are trying to not investigate the leakers. That president Trump knows that James Comey was a major impediment to finding and investigating those inside of the Trump white house, those inside of government in the deep state, if you will, who were leaking classified information to embarrass Trump and, and leaking information that wasn't true to embarrass Trump. And Comey, eh, he didn't, it wasn't in his priority. He wanted, he wanted to investigate possible Russia collusion. By the way, there's news on that today too. Two senators, Senator Dianne Feinstein and Senator Grassley both confirmed that when Donald Trump said, I'm not being investigated, Comey said I wasn't being investigated. Both those senators said, yeah, Comey told us the same thing. So, and also a little bit of a shot across the bow to Mr. Comey to make him think twice, man, what does Trump have? What does Trump have on me? I, I better play it straight. I think this is what, this is what Mr. Trump fired that shot across the bow at Mr. Comey. Better play it straight. Don't think about turning into the those with lackluster credibility like the New York Times or the Washington Post. Let's go over to uh, Fox News. 
as purposely to raise Comey's profile and to raise questions about the Russia investigation. He couldn't have done it better than he has. So I, it, I just find it one of the most astonishing weeks that I've ever covered in this town. They're talking about the White House, this, this report coming out. I think it was the New York Times that said that Trump asked for Comey's loyalty. Now, remember, this is the same New York Times who lied to its readers saying that James Comey requested increased funding for the Russia probe. So you can take what is printed in the New York Times worth a grain of salt. These individuals are not playing it straight. Let's put it that way. These individuals are are not being honest. They have actually undertaken a role that is not journalist or journalism, of journalism. They are taking the role of PR flax for the Democrat Party. The New York Times, the Washington Post, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN. All right, uh, that's it for the flip around, folks. Well, we've got much more coming up. It's Chris Salcedo's show. Happy Friday on The Blaze. Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Two stories I want to actually there's more than two stories. I'll get two Fox News stories that I think are significant that I want to play for you that you all I think you all need to hear. But let me read you some stories Uh, breaking today. WGN TV and other people have picked this up. Another sweep of immigration, immigrations and customs enforcement has netted one thousand three hundred and seventy eight illegal aliens. 1,095 of those illegal aliens were gang members. Bloods, the Sorenos, MS-13, the Crips. 1,095 off of our streets. Now, these, came, these types of sweeps weren't happening during the era of Obama. The Democrat Party and the Obama administration wanted to make sure that these Bloods, Sorenos, MS-13, the Crips, uh, continue to plague your neighborhoods because they didn't want to pave a way forward to deport illegal alien felons. The Trump administration is not encumbered by any of these. As a matter of fact, Attorney General Sessions was out today, earlier today, saying uh, the, the days of going light, gone. Prosecutors, go, go for the throat. The laws will be enforced to the fullest extent possible in the United States, period. End of sentence. And this is, again, another large sweep 
to get illegal alien felons out of this country. Los Angeles, New York, and the Washington region. So there's that. Then there's this. In an act of non-cooperation, L.A. Unified School District bolsters protections for, well, the, the, the headline out of the Los Angeles Daily News says, immigrant student students and families. But who they're talking about is illegal aliens and their families. Los Angeles Unified School Board on Tuesday unanimously, unanimously passed a resolution aimed at making LAUSD campuses safer for, well, they say immigrant students. They were already safe for legal immigrants. But they were unsafe from the rule of law from illegal aliens and their families who might face deportation or detainment by ICE agents. You see, uh, let's, uh, and Antoni Bassencool is the author of this piece in the Los Angeles Daily News. And, I, and I'm sorry to have to point out to the, this, this person must be three years old. If you're an immigrant, you don't face deportation. If you're an immigrant, you're here legally, unless, now, unless you violate the law, unless you're, you've committed a felony, then you're out on your keister, and, and that's only right and proper. Who we're talking about is illegal aliens, or if you must use the term immigrant, illegal immigrants. That's the only way you'd face deportation from an ICE agent. So LA Unified School District is utilizing your and my taxpayer money to shelter illegal aliens who would be subject to deportation. And you know who these people are? Felons. The Trump administration is targeting felons. And the LA Unified School District is pledging to support felons to prevent deportation of felons against the interests of the people of the United States, to which I say, hell no, not with my taxpayer money. Not one dime of my taxpayer money. And Attorney General Jeff Sessions, have a look at LA Unified. Because these types of reprobates who are in charge of LA Unified, they sponsor these types of stories coming out of Southern California, as reported on by Fox News yesterday. He's been deported 15 times already, and now the justice system is once again dealing with 38-year-old Constantino Banda Acosta, this time for drunk driving and hit and run. And these are the people that LA Unified School District wants to shelter from deportation. Illegal alien felons who have been deported, this guy, 15 times. And as is the case so often with illegal alien felons who get deported multiple times and can come back into the United States sooner or later, they plague U.S. citizens. I just want to bring my son home. I just miss playing with him and his sweet spirit. And I just hope the justice system does what it's supposed to do and things are handled properly. A judge ordered Acosta's face blurred on video taken at his arraignment where he pled not guilty to felony driving under the influence and hit and run after he allegedly ran a stop sign and plowed into the Lake family car. Six-year-old little boy sits in the hospital because folks like the L.A. Unified School District 
just love themselves some illegal alien felons. Banda Acosta was found about a mile away by Border Patrol agents hiding inside his damaged truck, and six-year-old Lennox Lake is lying in a San Diego hospital. This morning on Fox and Friends, Lennox's father says he never really thought about immigration policy until now. I don't feel like this guy represents all illegals, but I feel like the ones that have the criminal record and have done bad things and have previously been deported, they shouldn't be finding ways back into the country. Lake says his family's focus is on Lennox's recovery from multiple skull fractures, but he's also urging the president and Congress to do something more about criminal illegal immigrants. We have a systemic problem that we all need to deal with. I don't think it's Republican or Democrat. I think. It's- <laughs> but I'm yeah, I'm I'm sorry, sir. I'm not laughing at your your child being hospitalized. Thank goodness he's going to pull through. But I don't. I'm not laughing at your child being hospitalized because of an illegal alien felon. I'm laughing at this idea that it's not a Democrat or Republican issue. It is. Unfortunately, the Republican Party stands with your six-year-old child. The Democrat Party stands with the multiple-time, the 15-time deportee felon who put your child in the hospital to begin with. That's who the Democrat Party stands with. And you know what? I'm sick and tired of them being able to stand with illegal alien felons and get away with it. Because when Democrats win the day, when Democrat policies are allowed to flourish, guess what? American citizens pay the price, and they pay dearly. In this case, nobody dies. But a six-year-old child lays in a hospital because of idiot liberal Democrats in L.A. Unified School District. We'll be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Show. We have a systemic problem that we all need to deal with. I don't think it's Republican or Democrat. I think as Americans, we just need to make sure that our country's safe for our kids and for the future generations that we're not. See, that's that's the problem. There's one political party that actually believes that, or a majority of one political party that believes that. The other political party, the Democrats, they don't believe in that. They believe in opening up America for everybody around the globe to plug into our entitlement system so they can have perpetual electoral prosperity for them, for their power, for their edification, not for the betterment of the United States of America, not for the continuation of the United States of America as we have known it, a free, prosperous, liberty-centered society. So here's a parent who has run into literally, or actually had run into him and his family, literally, Democrat policies. In the person of a 15-time deportee who just kept on coming back in. Know why? Because the government betrayed us. Because the Democrat administration that was occupying the Oval Office for the last eight years couldn't care less about a six-year-old little boy who was hospitalized by a drunk driving an illegal alien who shouldn't even have been here. And then you have the indignity of the L.A. Unified School District saying, hey, yeah, we're going to protect those people. Screw the six-year-old kid. We want the illegal alien drunk. Because we don't want anybody deported. 
We don't want to live in a society of fear, says the L.A. Unified School District. What a bunch of jokes you are. And I'm telling you, somebody in, in the Trump government better wake up. And you know what, California? The more I hear about you guys talking secession, the more I like it. California's a cancer. And California needs to be lanced. Either lanced and drained or just amputated from the body politic. I, uh, in the face of such, and, and this is what, this is what liberals stand for nowadays. It's a, uh, it's a sick joke. And you and your children and your communities and your families are paying the price and Democrats, all they care about is getting reelected and pushing liberalism slash socialism slash communism not letting bad people stay here or keep coming back immigrations and customs enforcement says it will deport banda acosta again after he serves any prison time well at least so long as trump is president he won't have easy access to victimize another american citizen will he which is good news for us and praise god we don't get a democrat back in the oval office then It'll be open season on American citizens once again as they open up the floodgates to allow illegal aliens access to you, to your family, to your community. He's being held on $230,000 bail and could face nearly eight years behind bars. As for six-year-old Lennox, he's already had two operations in Children's Hospital, but doctors do expect he will eventually make a full recovery. Well, that's one of the incidents that will work out for the best I say uh, I say you send the bill to the Democrat National Committee the hospital bill I say you send the hospital bill to the LA Unified School District I send you say you send the hospital bill to the People's Republic of California the governor's office who roll out the welcome mat for these reprobates he was a felon a 14-time felon, at least. We don't know what the hell else the rest of his rap sheet looked like, but every t- if you're deported and you re-enter the United States, you are a felon. So at least we know he's a 14-time felon, and that's, that's without even seeing the rest of his rap sheet, which I guarantee you is probably really long. And here comes L.A. Unified. Oh, we're standing up for these people. Yeah, we want to make life easy for those illegal immigrants. Those illegal aliens. Yeah. Come over here to L.A. Unified. We'll protect you from that evil federal government. Yeah. Give me a break. You know, you folks at L.A. Unified, you sicken me. Betrayers of this country, you sicken me. Every black, every Latino, every white American within the sound of my voice should be patently offended by your lawless advocacy. And you're standing up against the rule of law and you're standing up against this society. Whose side are you on? We all know. The side of the illegal alien. The illegal alien felon because those are the only ones who would be deported. Now, that's very much bad news coming from the People's Republic of California. Let's go to Texas. 
Fox News reporting once again, William Lajeunesse this time. So you can see the river's right there. So as soon as they run through that gap, within two or three minutes, they're in a house. The Rio Grande Valley, RGV for short, it's where Texas dead ends into the Gulf of Mexico. But to Central American immigrants, it's a new beginning. Not immigrants. No, no, no. Central American immigrants are those who come through the front door, Mr. Lajanez. Central American immigrants are those who get permission to come into the United States. Those are the preferred immigrants, the acceptable immigrants, the desired immigrants. What you're making reference to, uh, sir, are illegal aliens who are coming in across that southern border, not just from Central America, but from Yemen and China and Pakistan and the Middle East, other parts of the Middle East. That, those are illegal aliens, sir. And they should be referred. We, we have got to stop. And I don't care what the hell the AP style guide says. Screw the AP style guide. Speak truth. Speak facts. Speak facts. There is a difference between the illegal alien and the immigrant. Speak facts for crying out loud. They say you can uh, earn money here. These men from Guatemala and Honduras tried to evade the border patrol, recognizing the days of easy freedom are over. Anyone who illegally crosses the border will be detained until they are removed. President Trump's rhetoric on the issue isn't much different from President Obama. If you get here, you're likely to be turned back. That is a great point Mr. Lajeunesse makes. Had Donald Trump saying virtually the same thing that President Obama was saying. What's the difference? One man meant it. The other child didn't. One man backed up his words, didn't look at his ability to give a speech as just another snow job, as a way to lie to the American people again. One man said, well, I'm saying it. I'm going to fulfill my promise. The other man said, screw my promises. The other man said, all I got to do is give a speech and the lemmings will believe me and the basket of bias press will trust me and the basket of bias press will pair it out and give everybody the impression I'm actually doing something when I'm actually doing the exact opposite, which was what President Obama was doing. One man, one man kept his word. The other man lied. President Obama was a dirty, filthy, stinking, rotten liar. And we'll be paying the price. Well, just like that six-year-old little boy in San Diego is paying the price. This time, however, immigrants appear to believe it. Words matter. Uh, the rhetoric has mattered. The discourse now that's emanating from the attorney general, from this administration, is they'll be sent back and quickly deported. The laws that have been in the books all this time are now being uh, supported. And the Border Patrol's numbers tell that story. Since voters elected Donald Trump, apprehensions fell every month from 15,000 in November to just over 1,000 in April. 15,000? In November, down to 1,000? Down to 1,000? Illegal aliens all over the globe, those who are seeking illegal entry into our country, have gotten the message. Oh, this guy's not kidding around. President Obama was a pushover. Nobody believed him. Everybody knew whose side he was on. He was on the side of the terrorists. He was on the side of illegal aliens. He was on the side of anything that meant to harm America. Barack Obama was, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
all of a sudden there's a guy in the Oval Office who's rooting for America, not against America. And people are going, ah, damn it. Better not even bother. We're going to be turned. And you know why? Well, actually, you're going to find out why at the end of the piece. Listen. The media may have inadvertently scared immigrants away with reporting about ICE raids, deportations, and the wall. The media has, has, a, has a big say in what happens. You know, they, they, they put that out there and, and people come or don't come depending on what they say. Yeah, well, they, they say Donald Trump is going around and rounding up illegals and strengthening the border. And he's so evil and he's so mean. And everybody around the globe believes it. Oh, better not bother going. And I guess if if there was going to be a silver lining to the basket of biased press and their dishonesty, that's it. From the air, pilots say the headlines appear to have a deterrent effect. Six to eight months ago, we were averaging about around 150, 130 uh, apprehensions that we coordinated with uh, Border Patrol. Since uh, January, uh, that number has dwindled uh, 20 or less than that a day. Because of the drop in traffic, there's more enforcement. So smuggling costs are up from five to seven to eight to ten thousand dollars per Central American. That's the reason why you're seeing it drop. Because there's more enforcement, it's riskier. And the coyotes, they they get paid no matter what. They get paid no matter what. But it's people all over the globe who scrimp and save and do whatever they have to do to pay off these coyotes are going, wait a minute, I got to come up with 10 grand now. And then, and then the very real possibility now, now that Barack Obama is, is gone and that the rule of law is returning to the United States. Now that resident Obama is gone, the very real possibility that you're going to pay 10 grand to a coyote. And then you're going to get caught and get sent back. You can't go back to the coyote for a refund. He takes the money and he's gone. You'll never see him again. And people all over this world are getting the message that it's a bad investment to pay 10 grand to a shady reprobate coyote to come into the United States when chances are now you're going to get caught and turned around. And this is a good thing. This is a great thing. America is on its way back. And I'll be back in a minute. Happy Friday, everybody. It's the Salcedo Show right here on The Blaze. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Only on The Blaze Radio Network. Chris Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, in the time we have remaining, uh, since we spent a lot of this uh, first part of the the show talking about immigration, illegal immigration issues, immigration and illegal immigration issues, uh, I thought it fair to point out that I am the executive director of the Conservative Hispanic Society. Now. I'm not saying that I am any more qualified than anybody else to talk about illegal immigration issues. Because I, as you all know, I don't surrender to this premise that if it's illegal, it must be Latino. 
I just happen to be part of an organization that has given the illegal immigration discussion quite a bit of thought. And I put up something on the conservative Hispanic society. There's two pages. There's a message page and there's an open forums page. That's where uh, a lot of folks congregate is on the open forum. And this will lead us into our next hour's discussion. The president and bipartisan members of Congress have confirmed that President Trump is not under investigation in connection with the Russian influence probe. Mr. Trump said this, folks, that James Comey assured him that he was not under investigation. As a matter of fact, James Comey reiterated that to a Democrat and a Republican, Chuck Grassley and Dianne Feinstein. It is time the FBI confirmed this as well. It is also time that the basket of biased press stop perpetuating the myth that the United States president is under investigation by the FBI. He is not. There is no criminal investigation right now being conducted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. There is no criminal investigation. And it's time the FBI confirmed to the American people that that is the case. Because the Democrats are able to make too much hay out of this and rely on the ignorance of their base. And there's plenty of ignorance in their base to go around, as many of you know. If they persist, it's fair for Americans to ask the Democrats in and out of the press to identify the charges being leveled at the president. I will say that again. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Anderson Cooper. Give me another basket of bias, idiot. Brian Williams. If you're going to continue to perpetuate that the president of the United States is under criminal investigation, it is time that all of you identify the crime that you are charging President Trump with. Otherwise, shut your fat, worthless pie holes. Back in a minute. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. We started off the show yesterday. We talked about how Glenn had a major interview. Bill O'Reilly's first interview uh, after leaving Fox News, and I didn't want to play the whole thing. I want I, I want to refer you guys to to Glenn's SoundCloud page, or to the or to the Blaze TV archives, or to um, to Glenn Beck uh, GlennBeck.com. But I, I do want to play a snippet of that because <laughs> you know uh, I, I had I had the opportunity to sit down with Glenn a couple weeks ago, and. Um, and I and I, every single time I have the opportunity to have a conversation with a man, there's just there's a knowing 
that um, uh, it, it, you guys probably have these kind of individuals in your life where you have this conversation and somebody just seems to, you know, to know stuff either in, intuitively or your gut says their gut's good. And I, whenever I talk to, to Glenn, <laughs> I get that feeling. So here he is talking to O'Reilly and O'Reilly doesn't want to bash Fox. And I, I can't say I blame him. I, 20 years, made him a star, made him a very rich man. And uh, Bill O'Reilly seems to be placing the blame for his ouster on on some other forces, but I don't know that Glenn was buying it. I was thinking, um, about, I was thinking about writing a new book called Killing O'Reilly. Yeah, well, I did. You know, they being not, not the company so much, but well, that's your look, opinion. when you have organized people <laughs> being paid to demonstrate outside of your headquarters and all of that, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's intense. That's your opinion. <laughs> that's your opinion. Uh, I, I, I have shared my uh, worry, consternation over the management change over at Fox with many of you. You guys know where my... Because Fox was so revolutionary in this idea that they'd actually actually be fair, actually be balanced, and that led to their supremacy in the cable ratings. And there are forces, I believe, now inside of Fox management that wants to change all that. That is exactly what Democrats Democrats do. Oh, that works great. Let, how can we change that? <laughs> That's what Democrats do. Oh, America, capitalism, prosperity. Oh, we got to change that. So those who are of the Democrat persuasion over at Fox News concern me greatly. And it's not, be, it's not necessarily because I'm worried about their ratings or their ability to continue to make money. Although I do believe if they go the route I fear they're going to go, their ability to make that money will be severely diminished. Maybe a happier place to work for fewer people <laughs> or significantly less paid people. But what Fox represented was a, was a return to an era where, where decorum and fairness was actually part of a news presentation. And it isn't anymore. So... Bill O'Reilly says, uh, well, you know, I, yeah, they, they, killing O'Reilly. Yeah, well, it wasn't necessarily the company. And <laughs> Glenn, he says, well, that's your opinion. Because <laughs> I think, I, and again, I don't want to put words in Glenn's mouth, but I think that maybe, maybe he and I suspect, I, no, I remember this because I remember upon hearing about O'Reilly's ouster and the way that all went down. And I said, man, something doesn't smell right about this advertisers don't up and do what they did based on a New York Times piece. They just don't do that. There had to have been some inside purging going on. And I think, I, I, and, and I think that uh, Glenn had said something similar. And uh, I, I thought I was in pretty good company when I suspected that. I just got to tell you, what happened to Bill O'Reilly doesn't happen unless you have folks on the inside pushing for it. And um, it did. It did. And it's probably the worst kept secret in the industry. Uh, to where it's going, and I don't want to 
besmirch anyone who is on the air or who works there. Even even the Murdoch sons. I have no idea what they're going to do. I fear what they're going to do based on their reputation. And um, their reputation is they are they are Hillary Clinton left wing supporters. And if your boss is a Hillary Clinton left wing supporter, do they have the integrity and the smarts to allow a winning formula to continue despite their personal prejudices? Do they have the Tim Russert gene to be able to be a committed Democrat, but also know your job and your job is to be equally tough on both political parties, on on uh, both sides of the political equation. Do they have that drive? Do they have that conviction? Do they have that moral fortitude? And that's what I don't know. I don't know the Murdoch sons from Adam. I really don't. And I hope for what Fox News represents to the entire universe of journalism as being right now, one of the few places in, in news where journalism actually exists, real journalism, not this biased crap you're, you're fed over at CNN and MSNBS, ABC, NBC. What did I say? ABC, CBS, NBC. Yeah, I got them all. Th- I got all three. There you go. Plus, so that's my worry. If they go, uh, what do you got left? The blaze, and we are decidedly conservative. I mean, I'll I'll put a liberal on the program anytime they want to come on. They're just afraid to come on. <laughs> I see. No, I'm serious. I would enjoy having a liberal, but they're in. They are intellectually incapable of keeping up with me, or keeping up with Glenn, or keeping up with Doc. And so they don't even bother anymore. I invited the ACLU of Texas onto the program. Now, I know for a fact they had been on with a white host in Texas. And there's a reason they go on with a white host. But when they heard that I was a Latino, <laughs> oh no, we can't do, no, we can't go on with a Latino conservative. No, 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 no. We're, we're, we're not, no, no. We're busy, busy, sorry, can't, can't free anybody up. That happens all the time. It happens all the time. So, at any rate, uh, glad you've made it here for a Friday, everybody. 888 uh, Will Fox turn into what CNN is degraded into? This has become uh, known the uh, eye roll heard around the world, which is kind of an absurd uh, name for it because you can't hear a, a motion. But Anderson Cooper was interviewing Kellyanne Conway and revealed his bias and his network's bias. When I was in news, folks, if I had, if I had been interviewing a, a, an official from the Obama White House, a female, and I had rolled my eyes with disrespect while she was on the air, I would have been fired. I would have been fired for doing what Anderson Cooper did. This man is an alleged journalist. I would say he's a pretend journalist. 
because he revealed his bias, his disgust, his disdain for Kellyanne Conway and for and for the Trump administration. And that's okay now at CNN. They they agree that a and you can't call him a you can't call him a journalist, maybe you can call him a reporter. Maybe you can call him a host, Anderson Cooper, a host. He's not a journalist, he's not an anchor. He's not a news anchor. What you can call him is or what's being accepted now at CNN is that this type of overt bias is the rule of the day. Everybody's biased. Everybody hates Trump. And it's okay at CNN. And it's okay at ABC. And it's okay at CBS. And it's okay at the Brian Williams Network. Speaking of the Brian Williams Network, Trish Regan over at Fox Business was taking, taking issue with Joe Scarborough's fiance and some denigrating marks she, she made about Kellyanne Conway. Because it's so wrong, Kellyanne. It is no, so you just, you just wrong. Made a if that that's communication. False. Also, note to CNN. Sorry, I love CNN, but you got to stop p- putting Kellyanne on the air. It's politics porn. Politics porn. Said of Kellyanne Conway, a White House official. Now, had this had this been a member of the. Obama administration, who was a female? I mean, you guys can write the script right now, can't you? Um, it, it would have been completely panned and denigrated. But you see, I think that uh, Joe Scarborough's fiance nailed it. I love CNN, but you know, she's—I love CNN. She says she's she works at an allegedly a competing cable ne- network, but they don't compete. They're all united by their ideology. And they wear, they wear their ideology on their sleeves. So MSNBS, the same as CNN, the same as ABC, NBC, CBS. It's, they're, they're all the same. They're all the same. Now, Trish Regan uh, of Fox Business said, wow, politics porn, really? Politics porn? Right. Can you imagine if anyone said that about an attractive woman that worked in President Obama's White House? I mean, do, do we need to refer to Kellyanne Conway in that kind of derogatory way? Unnecessary. Unnecessary, but par for the course. This is what they have resorted to in the basket of biased press. This is the default. Get used to it, folks, and, and, and make sure they pay the price. Make sure you spread the word. If you want good information, and this is all good for me. This is all great for the blaze. This is all as as they lose their credibility, as they define themselves as the home of the Democrat Party on television, as they identify themselves as the home of liberal thought and ideology on television. Guess what it's going to do to their independent and their conservative viewers and listeners? They drive them right to us. Back in a minute. The Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice. The Chris Salcedo Show only on The Blaze Radio Network.
The Chris Salcedo Show. Welcome back, everybody. I, I do not want to let positive news go by the wayside. If you watch ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, you're not going to get any of this. It's part of the reason why we call ourselves the antidote to the basket of bias. We here on the Chris Salcedo show, and I would say this is a, this is in general, the blaze radio network and blaze TV. We do our best to give you the good, bad, and the ugly. And I will be giving, well, one ugly part of this James Comey firing that, and I already did. I already told you that the way he was fired, I didn't agree with. Thought it was kind of low rent of the Trump administration. The way he had to find out about all of this. But uh, there was another thing where he was con- allegedly contradicted, the, the president and his administration, about the popularity of James Comey within the Bureau. We'll go, we'll go over that. But I think that there's more balance here on the Chris Salcedo show, which is saying a lot because I'm, I'm an open and dedicated conservative. And you all know that. They are open and dead, or they are closed and dedicated liberals in the majority of the press, and they won't admit to you. That's why I've always believed that conservative talk radio is superior. Because at least we're upfront about our bias. With the caveat that I, that I, as a conservative talk show host, am hungry for actual, fair, and hard-hitting journalism. And what I'm relegated to is uh, Fox News Department, not the opinion, the news department, those like Catherine Herridge, those like uh, Ed Henry, those like... Um, William Lajeunesse and Kevin Cork. And I, I do not, uh, I, Catherine Herridge in particular, man, what a stellar journalist she is. I can't say enough good things about Cat Herridge. I really can't. And you know what? As much as I disagree with Shep, and sometimes he, he pushes up right up against that line, and I know he's as, he's as left wing as the day is long. He's a fantastic newsman. He really is. So. Uh, I, I watched a back and forth with he and Chris Wallace during one of the breaks today. And it was bash on Trump fest. A couple of men from the left. And we know that Chris Wallace and his, his father, men of the left, bashing on Donald Trump. And um, not at all focusing on his, the, the conduct of his political opposition, which has been abhorrent. It has been abhorrent. So at, at any rate, um, we provide, in my humble opinion, uh, a, a more rounded presentation than, let's say, for example, MSNBS, uh, than CNN, certainly, well, from what they've degraded into. For a while there, for a while, CNN was impressing me until the election of Trump, and they went full tilt bias. Uh, let me give you some headlines to make sure that you're aware of them. The U.S. has created 211,000 jobs in April versus 185,000 jobs that were expected. That, and this is something I still have yet to research, I suspect that the unemployment rate dropped down to 4.4% was more because of added jobs 
and not those dropping out of the workforce, which had been the, the, the impetus behind the dropping unemployment rate during the era of Obama. It was not because jobs were being added. It was because people were dropping out of the workforce and no longer being counted. Add, and, and here's some more evidence of that. Jobless claims. Those claiming first-time unemployment, they have dropped to a 28-year low as of today. By the way, all these, a lot of these economic stories are on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. In particular, that one that broke today. Since 1988, we have not seen unemployment claims this low. Some more economic news. Solo Solar World, which was the United States' largest solar panel maker, has gone bankrupt. And the reason why this is important is that you made sure that there was a golden parachute for their left-wing executives. You see, you and your taxpayer dollars contributed $206 million to this failed enterprise because Barack Obama and left-wingers don't know business from a hole in the ground. They don't know business. And what do they care? They just wasted your money, not theirs. The U.S. government has posted a $182 billion surplus in the month of April. Let me boil that down for all you liberals out there. That means that more taxes were brought in than the government spent. When was the last time that happened? Receipts last month totaled $456 billion. That was up from 4% in April 2016 because more people have jobs. While outlays, meaning how much money the government was paying out, stood at $273 billion. That was a decrease of 18%. Gee, what's changed since last April? You mean government spending less? Oh, it depends on who's in charge of government. That's right. A businessman is now in charge and asking for some value for the taxpayers' dollars. The basket of bias press was proven to have lied, and we'll give you the proof coming up next on the show. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Show on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody. It's the Chris Salcedo Show, and uh, Ellie, Ellie's got a little project going. Uh, Ellie, now, for those of you who don't know, Ellie is musically inclined. She plays in a band. She has her very own band. She's the lead vocalist too, right? I got, I got that right. You're, the, you are the lead vocalist, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> That's and- everybody chuckling about in there. <laughs> are they laughing at you? Uh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, Ellie is coming up with theme songs for all of the, uh, the radio programming here on the Blaze Radio Network. And you've, had, you, you've come up with two, right? My good buddy, uh, Mike Slater, 
Uh, let's let's hear the Slater the Slater Crusader anthem. Let's go. Ready? Go. Oh man. Okay. Mike Slater. Mike Slater. He's a Slater Crusader. <laughs> Mike Slater. Mike Slater. He's a Slater Crusader. It's <laughs> catchy. I like it. I think you'll like it too. Um, okay. Who else did you come up with? Uh, Jackie Daly. Jackie Daly. You know, I've never met Jackie. Um, I've I've heard bits and pieces of our programming. Now, what did you come up with her? Um, I just thought of it. It goes, Jackie Daly. She's Jackie. Jackie Daly show. She's Jackie. <laughs> Very good. I'm Very starting good. my career in jingle writing. Now, see, I, the re, what now? What happened just before we came back from the pro, uh, into the program, folks? Is I was a little a little miff that the the show that Ellie works on Monday through Friday. That I, I mean, I'm not even. I wasn't. I wasn't. You should have come up with a, a a theme song for my show first, right? And so I asked Ellie, "What have you even started thinking about something?" She, goes, I'll, I'll work on that in the break. She says, <laughs> and I. So I said, uh, "Well, it's got to be liberty loving Latino, right? It's got to be something like that, correct?" I mean, I'm just. I'm asking. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So while while you think of that. Um, see, for some reason, my Skype is just like completely freezing up and, um, it, it just takes forever to launch for some reason. I mean, Mary, Mary Ramirez is probably sitting there going, gosh, is he going to call? I mean, he thinks I'm standing her up or some nonsense like that, but it just, for some reason, Skype isn't working as it should. Uh, telephone numbers, 888-900-3393, I don't suppose, Mary, you have a, a jingle that you've come up with for the Salcedo show, do you? No. <laughs> yeah, hey, Chris, it's Mary. Hey, hi, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry, some audio problems on my end. Really? <laughs> uh, see, that's the story of my day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, this is our normal time we visit with Mary Ramirez on the Chris Salcedo Show Monday through Friday. Uh, she has, uh, on Fridays is when she comes in. And uh, she has been with us since the very beginning, folks. And uh, Mary has a new piece out this week, and I was dying to, to figure out what it was until I wanted to find out if she had thought up of any lyrics to help Ellie out to make up a Chris Salcedo show jingle. Uh, lyrics to help Ellie? You know what? I'll put that on my, uh, on my calendar. That will be next, <laughs> that'll be next week's submission uh, at afuturefree.com. And so uh, anyway, uh, what, what do you got coming up this week? What is your offering? Yeah, so, you know, Chris, there's a ton going on in the news this week, as you know. Like what? Um, I don't know. Seriously? Really? I don't know. I have noticed. Um, This is not news to you. No, but something that's not getting nearly as as much attention as I wish it would, um, and that is the largest measles outbreak in decades, and it's happening here in my home state of Minnesota, largely in my hometown metro area, so that's super fun as I... uh, (laughs) I deal with an infant around. Um, Mm. But anyway, so there's 50 now confirmed cases of measles in in the metro area and then a couple of counties outside of the metro. And uh, 99.9% of those are unvaccinated children. And as this has progressed over the last couple of weeks, we've gone from 8 to 10 to 20 to now 50. I've been having debates with a lot of well-intentioned people, parents, who have been convinced that vaccines are the problem here and not the savior. So, you know, this has really been sort of mulling around in my head as the number of these kids infected keeps going up. You know what the genesis of this was, right? Sorry, say that again? You know what the genesis of all this was, right? The anti-vaccine movement? Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Do you know know where this all started? Autism. 
Uh, right. Yeah, well, exactly. It and, all started, and there was that false report that was put out there that mm-hmm. uh, thimerosal, which was a uh, an mm-hmm. additive to to vaccines, was the culprit behind the rise in autism in the United States, and it's been thoroughly debunked. But it's stuck. Oh, thoroughly. It's stuck. Well, and if you look at the, and I actually included this in the piece. Um, if you look at this guy, his name is Andrew Wakefield. He's a, Bren- a British scientist who did a study along with 12 other associates, did a study on just 12 children. And this is where his conclusive evidence comes <laughs> from, is a study of 12 children. And, and if you look at the methods he used, if you look at what he did, I mean, it, he was sloppy. He fibbed about children developing symptoms. Didn't he help? I, mean, I think he, he helped with Obamacare, didn't he? Because he, he fits the description of all those who were. Sounds about right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, and by the way, all the people who were qualified to make Obamacare sounds just like this guy. Sloppy, incomplete, uh, idiots. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly. Well, yeah. and the best part, I think, really, that the. The best part of this for me is that this dude was getting money from lawyers planning on suing vaccine makers, and he owned a patent on an alternative to the MMR vaccine, which is the the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. Oh, so you know, conveniently enough. Oh, yeah, it causes autism. And then you have Jenny McCarthy, the pseudo celebrity, come out (laughs) and popularize this theory. Former, she was a former porn star too. Uh, Exactly. I've heard. I've I've heard. That's why I say pseudo-celebrity. And her son, unfortunately, has autism. That's terrible. That is terrible. But it it, it is not attributable to this vaccine. Right. So, And she's also, you know, to her credit, she has actually gone back and said, look, folks, I was misinformed. And she's tried to repair the damage that she did. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. And and that's just it. I mean, even the the scientists that, that worked with Wakefield on this study, I think it was 10 or 11 of the 12, formally retracted their participation and their conclusions in this study. And the guy lost his medical license. So it's all it all stems back or, or, or has root in this study. And then you get people who then springboard off of this and say things like, oh, my gosh, well, there's there's toxins in these vaccines. Did you know that there's mercury and aluminum and formaldehyde in these vaccines? And a lot of well-intentioned parents would hear that and go, oh, my gosh, well, of course I'm not going to inject my child with toxins and poisons. <laughs> but here's the thing. I note this in my piece as well. You have to dig a little deeper and fact that, for example, there's multiple different kinds of They're not all deadly. There's naturally occurring formaldehyde in our own bodies. In fact, a newborn baby has, I think it's like 10 times as much formaldehyde naturally occurring in his body than a vaccine. I did not and know that. Yeah, or an aluminum. For an, another thing I found, aluminum. Let me find the stat, actually. Okay, exclusively breastfed babies ingest over twice as much aluminum in the first six months of life as the sum of all routinely recommended vaccines combined. Good grief. So, you know, now, now there, is, there is a case out there that says that the schedule of all the vaccines may not sure. be the healthiest, that you can modify the schedule. Because we did this with, with our girls we didn't get, you know, when, when they said, oh, you need to have five of them all at once. It's like, no, we're going we're gonna to spread that out over a couple of months. And we did that. We, we, we made sure they got vaccinated, but right. we, we just didn't get them. We didn't overload their system. And that's fair. Yeah. I mean, because vaccines do, I mean, just like any medication or treatment, everyone's body is different. I talked to a mom who, you know, she had a, a normal vaccine as a child and she had a reaction to it. Yeah. I personally am allergic to several different kinds of medication. So I, you do have to be careful because you are dealing with the human body, you know, so that's fine. But the, the crux of my piece is I want 
people to think critically about this and to really look into it and not just buy into, oh my gosh, this sounds so scary and it sounds so dangerous. And this one doctor said, no, it, it, it's if you dig just a little, go a layer deeper and understand what's going on here. Get then, to you know, know it becomes a little clear. Get to know so, pasture. Just get to know pasture, and you'll be able. Hey, do me a favor. Give me the name. <laughs> give me the name of the piece, please. <laughs> Sure, Chris, head over to my blog, afuturefree.com, and it's Dear Parents, It's Time to Get Serious About Vaccines. And she will tweet that out, folks, and I will retweet sure will. in the break when we come up. Thank you, Mary Ramirez. Have a great weekend. Best of the family. Thank you very much. And you know what? That, folks, you, you learned something here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, I had no idea this was going on in Minnesota. So uh, 50 cases in the state of Minnesota of, of, of a disease that we all thought was long gone but is making uh, – a comeback. All right. Before we go to break, let me get this in. This is Mr. McCabe yesterday who was who was on the stand and stand. He was in this committee hearing and he refuted a lot of basket of bias stories that had come out from the New York Times, the Washington Post about what had happened with the firing of James Comey. And all of these things were right, widely reported and thoroughly debunked yesterday. Now remember, the basket of bias press is focusing in on the fact that the rank and file of the FBI did, did not revile or lose faith in James Comey as testified by McCabe. And they're saying, oh, well, Trump lied. Trump lied. And they're not examining about all the lies that they had undertaken and spread. Oh, by the way, remember yesterday, folks, I said, when when McCabe said, oh, no, he was admired by the, 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 the vast majority of the FBI I said, well, did anybody interview the folks who were in charge of the Clinton, the Hillary Clinton investigation? And somebody must have heard me and read my mind because somebody did ask, oh, by the way, what about those FBI agents when James Comey got up in front of the nation and did that crazy press conference? There, there were folks within our agency who. Uh, we're frustrated with the outcome of the Hillary Clinton uh, case, and, and some of those folks were v very vocal about that, uh, those concerns. Yeah, very vocal, very disappointed, very, yeah, because they all of their hours upon hours upon hours of work got flushed down the toilet by a partisan man protecting Hillary Clinton. Now, first bit of basket of bias press that was found to be a lie, or at worst, or at best, rather, poorly sourced. I just want to clarify one thing about Rosenstein. There was a report that he threatened to quit. If Rosenstein is the uh, attorney general, the, the deputy attorney general of the United States. The White House didn't clean up the timeline about how things happened. Uh, today, he told a reporter straight up that was not true. That's right. There was widespread reporting that he had threatened to quit because of the characterization of his role in the firing of Director Comey. But he told a local reporter here in the Washington area flatly that that just didn't happen. Brett. Yes, yes. But it was it was used to tarnish Donald Trump. So they published it anyway in the basket of bias press. What about the other things that were said? Uh, about, uh, and you know what, Mr. McCabe went on a roll. Some of these things contradicted Trump, but many of these things contradicted the alleged unbiased press. Do you commit to informing this committee of any effort to interfere with the FBI's ongoing investigation into links between Russia and the Trump campaign? I absolutely do. There has been no effort to impede our investigation to date. 
Press reports yesterday indicated that Director Chuck Comey requested additional resources. I cannot confirm that request was made. I believe we have the adequate resources to do it, and I know that we have resourced that investigation adequately. We consider it to be a highly significant investigation. It is my uh, opinion and belief that the FBI will continue to pursue this investigation vigorously and completely. Do you need somebody to take this away from you and somebody else? to do it no sir we'll put a wrap on the chris salcedo show for the week coming up next on the blaze the media wasn't ready for a conservative latino so naturally we gave him a show the chris salcedo show on the blaze radio network This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Salcy Salcedo, the liberty-loving Latino. Silence! I kill you. You are breaking a major story, Chris. Congratulations. There you go. Congratulations. Ellie, that was beautiful. Thank you very much. I feel, Thank I you. feel very honored. That's going to be, I, I'm going to do so much with that. You have no idea. <laughs> and that's not a good thing. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Friday, of course, uh, as you can tell, we're a little bit lighter than normal. And, you know, the big, what was the big story this week? Big story this week was James Comey. And, well, the WBAP players got together and, well. FBI Director James Comey has been fired. And there are many questions. Where do we find the answers? From KTEL, KTEL presents Scram Comey, You're Fired, with all your favorite Comey firing hits, The Doors. He said Hillary should not be booked. He felt the Democrats admire. Then Trump enjoyed his second look. There seemed no way that he'd get fired. Well, now look who just got fired. Jimmy Comey just got fired. Playing to both sides back. Fire! Bruce Springsteen. I used to be director of the FBI, but me and the president no longer see eye to eye. Now I'm manning the fryer. Hey, loser, where are my fries? Oh, I got fired. Billy Joel. James Comey just got fired. James Taylor. I've been fired and it's a pain. Michael Martin Murphy. Trump told me you're fired. Johnny Cash. And that turd, turd, turd. <laughs> he said you're fired. He said you're fired. And Jerry Lee Lewis. Went to the Senate and I raised my right hand. Testified as the head G-man. At six foot eight, thought I was safe. Goodness gracious, I've just been fired. Scram Comey, you're fired from KTEL. Not available in stores. There you go, folks. Remember, everybody, society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you on Monday, the Salcedo Show on The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze. Only on The Blaze Radio Network.